and welcome to today's episode of The Islander. My name is Eli Kalilikane, your host. I want to raise awareness and provide information about autism spectrum disorder today. ASD is a condition that affects how a person perceives and interacts with others, as well as their interests and behaviors. In this episode, we will talk about some of the common signs and effects of ASD in children and adults. This is a subject that is very close to my heart. I talk about it fairly often. I have family members that are afflicted with this disease. So let's get into this. ASD is a spectrum disorder, which means that it can vary widely in severity and presentation. Some people with ASD may have mild symptoms that are not easily noticeable, while others may have more severe impairments that affect their daily functioning. And this is what makes it harder to diagnose and harder for people to identify um, if they need help or if their child or a loved one that they know may need help. Some people with ASD also have other conditions such as anxiety, learning difficulties, or epilepsy. My son has seizures and uh, they consider it an epilepsy diagnosis. Um, I have a, another child that is on the ASD spectrum disorder and um, he does not show as many symptoms, but you can see that there's something a little different about him. It's something that you need to identify for yourself or for your loved one. It's really hard to do and hopefully just these highlights right here can help you or at least guide you on the way to find more information out for yourself. One of the main characteristics of ASD is having problems with social communication and interaction. And not to say that some people aren't just awkward, but this does lead, and in, including in my experience, where people have a hard time um, trying to adjust in social situations or just being able to join in social situations. That is something that's serious. Um, avoiding or not keeping eye contact, that's pretty huge. We see that all the time and not having, uh, not responding to their name or other cues. That's um, usually younger people that I've seen. Um, I know it covers the age uh, range, but um, a lot of times they they're, the words don't connect for them where they can understand completely what's going on. Um, they're having difficulty with nonverbal communication, such as facial expressions, gestures, and tone of voice. That I agree with. I know that they're, um, they have other forms of nonverbal communication that you just have to learn and identify. And um, from my experience, um, my son, who's uh, nonverbal, um, as far as speaking uh, a language, he shows a lot of nonverbal communication. He's very loving, points out stuff, but um, he doesn't, it took him a long time to um, learn those things. And that's like a learned communication that he had. Not sharing interest or emotions with others. Um, I haven't seen that. Um, maybe not sharing interest, but um, emotions with others. My my children and people I know, they're the people that are on the spectrum are very emotional. 
from my experience. So that may be something that you need to look into a little bit further for yourself. I'm not sure, uh, not understanding social rules or norms. That is a big thing. Um, I just don't think that people with ASD really have the ability to know their surrounding areas like other people do. And that's something that they have to really work hard at to understand. And having trouble making friends or maintaining relationships. A lot of this, from my experience, is not a, a lack of wanting. It's a lack of trying to communicate, trying to convey what they want. And it's hard because there's that communication barrier, not only with verbal but nonverbal where they don't understand the cues that they may see or receive from other people and in the same aspect the other individual may not be able to see or understand what they're portraying it's something that's very difficult but it's not impossible it just takes a lot of understanding and trial and error and learning and going along with it again that's from my experience um, living it on a daily basis with my, my children. <clears throat> Another characteristic of ASD is having restrictive or repetitive behaviors and interests. That is key. That's one of the first indicators that was told to me that where they would look at a child or an early key indicator that somebody may have some sort of ASD um, disorder someplace. Um, again, keep in mind that autism spectrum disorder is a huge, huge, huge rainbow of things. It's a huge spectrum. And a lot of these traits, you know, they may not have a lot of traits on here, but just because they may have one or two doesn't mean that they are not going to be on the spectrum. So be aware of that. Okay. <clears throat> Lining up objects or following routines ob obsessively. Um, one of my children is he's very much into the routine and lining up his objects. And it's, it's kind of cute. And it's actually a gift. But it's also something that identifies him with ASD. Repeating words or phrases over and over. Same thing. Playing with toys or parts of objects in unusual ways. Having intense or narrow interests that may seem odd or inappropriate. And in my experience, especially with one of my sons, Playing with toys or parts of objects in unusual ways, that is something that was huge. Um, my son, I look at it as one of his strengths. Uh, he's very interested in uh, steam engines, um, the way uh, engines themselves work, combustion, uh, pressure, you know, with pressure gauges, so on and so forth. That's very important stuff to him. And it's something that I believe that he could learn to use as a benefit and that's one of those things that i try to portray to other people is that it may although it's different it doesn't mean that it's necessarily a disability that it could be very well be a strength for your child or your for your loved one or for the person that you know um being sensitive or resistant to change in their environment i think that's typical with anybody that people are resistant to change but more so with people with ASD, um, I, I really hate change myself. 
and I know that I have exhibited a lot of signs on the spectrum disorder. I don't know if I would necessarily um, say that I have it, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if I do. But I do see this as well. Um, flapping hands, uh, hands, rocking, spinning, or engaging in other self-stimulatory behaviors. They call that stemming. That's very common. Um, I have a stemming mechanism that's almost subconscious, um, but then I can catch myself and I, I redirect, redirect the behavior. It's the same with um, other people on ASD. Um, all of my children uh, on the the this uh, spectrum have some sort of stemming to a degree. That's something that I think is is a true telltale sign that somebody may be on the spectrum. But um, they can be redirected. It's not something that's you know um, can't be overcome. You just have to really work at it so you can teach them the proper way of doing something. Having unusual reactions to sensory stimuli, such as sounds, smells, tastes, textures, or lights, are very common. Um, I've been told uh, that stimuli, um, sensory stimuli, is amplified. Um, especially with people on uh, with autism spectrum disorder. Um, I, I tend to agree my experience from just observing my own children. Um, but yes, that's another indicator that, that po somebody possibly could be on the spectrum. The effects of ASD can vary depending on the individual's age, abilities, support system, and coping skills. Some of the possible effects are delayed or impaired development of language, motor, cognitive, and social skills. That's a huge thing that if you notice that somebody is not quite able to fit in or a child's not developing at the same speed as their peers, it, that's a very solid indicator. Um, that was my solid indicator with my kids when I noticed that they were reacting differently. Also, it, as, with myself as an adult, how I interact with people a lot of times are different. Um, and I have a strained relationship with in people in general. And that's uh, due to, you know, uh, my time in the military and also, I believe, uh, ASD. But again, I haven't been diagnosed, so I don't know for sure. Emotional instability, stress, anxiety, depression, or low self-esteem can occur. Um, I believe that that's due to a lot of the way people receive people on ASD on the spectrum. What I mean by that is when they're out in public, a lot of times they, they feel awkward because they're different. And a lot of people uh, with autism spectrum disorder, especially older, you know, uh, children or uh, people in general, or adults uh, observe how people react to them, especially if they're doing something that wouldn't be considered quote unquote norm. And that's a big deal that um, I feel really affects them emotionally. Um, there's some things that I know that they don't understand may infect, you know, affect their environment, such as screaming or um, the way that they handle or cope with different stimuli. And people may react harshly. I, I've done it in the past. Um, my, my One of my sons, he screams uh, a lot for no apparent reason. And it's hard to 100% of the time be um, an understanding parent when you don't understand how to control something that is really 
out of hand. Another key indicator that I've noticed is difficulty with academic performance, employment, or independent living um, because of the special needs required by a lot of people on uh, with autism spectrum disorder. A lot of those things that we would kind of take for granted, including living independently, is, is hindered. Um, academic performance with my children, I, I just notice, I look at them and I can tell that they're having uh, more difficulty than their peers. And it's hard to reinforce positive behaviors with that, especially when you, you're dealing with these other issues that come up with ASD. But um, it's something that I try to do every day to the best of my ability. You know, health problems such as seizures, gastrointestinal issues, sleep disorders, or obesity also um, is common uh, health issues that come along with autism spectrum disorder. Like I stated earlier, one of my sons has uh, seizures and another one is very uh, on the chunkier side. Whether that's due to ASD or not, I don't know, but it is um, a health issue that is noted to um, be possible because of ASD. However, it is important to remember that people with ASD also have many strengths and abilities that can help them overcome their challenges. And I've been talking about that, you know, for a while, that a lot of the, for I feel that the body, you know, the person that has autism spectrum disorder, although they may be lacking in some skills or in other areas that the strengths that they have are heightened and, and stronger than than those of their peers. So be aware of that. Um, a person with ASD is a gift, not a hindrance. You just have to be able to incorporate them into your daily lives and help them continue on with theirs, in my opinion. Um, you know, some of uh, the um, strengths that they may have are good memory, attention to detail, or analytical skills. Again, you know, talking about my son that likes to stack things up and look at engines, you know, very, very uh, telltale sign. Being creative, imaginative, or innovative. I'm having a strong sense of justice, honesty, or loyalty. And that's where the emotion comes out. I've noticed from my experience is that um, people uh, with autism spectrum disorder are very, very um, intense when it comes to their emotions, including, you know, um, love, uh, you know, justice, honesty, honesty, loyalty. I, I, and I think that's a that's a great quality that's lacking in many people nowadays um, that do not have a disorder. Being passionate, dedicated, or persistent about their interest is also something else that people lack. That AS uh, people with ASD also have uh, having a unique perspective or insight on the world. Just the way that they look at things are different. And I believe that that can lead to a lot of things, uh, a lot of creative things, a lot of positive, you know, um, changes in the world. If we just took the time to try to learn to see it from their point of view, people with ASD can benefit from early diagnosis and intervention that can help them develop their skills and potential. That's very true. Um, there's many programs out there that's available, some free, some paid for. And there are various types of therapies and support available for people with ASD and their families. 
Um, this is something that um, I've spoken about in uh, my earlier podcast, but for families, um, supporting somebody with ASD, whether they're a child or an adult, is extremely demanding. And it's something that you need to um, lean on other people for, regardless of whether you want to do it yourself or not. You're not going to be able to take it from me. It's very difficult and it's, it can be very depressing, but it can also be very rewarding. And watching the person with ASD develop their strengths and pursue those interests that they have is great. Um, but there's different be behavioral therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy, social skills training, medication management, counseling, education programs, vocational training, and community resources. Like I said, some may be free. Some may not be free, but there are a lot of resources. You have to educate yourself and go out there and look for it. Um, if you suspect that someone you know may have ASD, you can consult your doctor or mental health professional for an assessment and referral. Um, that includes in school as well. Our Department of Education here in Hawaii um, helped me get the diagnosis for my children Um as well as a partnership with Easter Seals. There are different, like I said, there are resources out there for different age groups. Just you need to educate yourself and try to get that help. If you, um, you can visit uh, websites like Autism Speaks. It's a great resource for, you know, um, everything autism. I've looked at it many times myself. They have a lot of information on there that's beneficial for families, supportive uh, people of ASDN for those who do um, fall on the autism spectrum disorder, uh, different resources for them as well. Um, that website is www.autismspeaks.org or the CDC. The CDC has information and resources and different links that you can go to uh, as well to look at um different uh, resources for people and supportive people around uh, uh, autism spectrum disorder. Well, that's a brief rundown of the autism spectrum disorder, um, some characteristics and traits that you may need to look out for. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Islander. Please stay tuned for more um, informational, comedy, political, and movie reviews, music reviews. I've got a lot of content coming out, a lot of content coming up in the future, so stick around, check us out, and thank you again for listening to The Islander with Eli Kalilikani.